Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And this is Am I Doing This Right? It is a life how-to podcast from the perspective of two non-experts. Natalie and I are really not experts in Jack shit. Yeah. <laughs> at all. So we are going to be figuring out some more life topics for you guys, figuring it out along the way, and hopefully come up with some helpful tips. Yeah. And while we, uh, while we figure out all of these tips, we're going to be drinking some wine. Sipping on some wine. Sipping on some wine. Make it a little more fun. Because some of these topics aren't that fun. Yeah, they're kind of dense sometimes. And today we are going to be talking about hustling your hobby, turning your hobby, something that you're kind of interested in, and making it a side hustle, a side project, something that you're going to be actively you know, trying to make money off of or selling. And we're going to kind of guide you through that transition phase. But first, Natalie... We gonna drink some wine. Let's pour this wine. I'm thir- I'm actually parched. Today we are sipping on a the Freemark Abbey Sauvignon Blanc from Napa Valley. Yes, and- I know Freemark Abbey. Oh, you do? It's in Oakville, right? It says Napa Valley, 2018. But down. I have to tell you something. What? I did not choose this wine. Joe did. Joe's my boyfriend. Yeah. He, um, I, I sent him to the grocery store last night. He does not drink white wine. He has no idea what he he's doing. He barely drinks wine at all. Yeah. And hence why it's a twist off. <laughs> oh, you know what though? What? Okay. So twist off. Yeah. Back in the day was very frowned upon. This is a quick Napa Valley tip. Frowned upon back in the day. Then my friend Maddie, her dad, John Conover, shout out to John Conover. Shout out. He was like, you know what? Why, why is this frowned upon? We should take really fancy bottles and put a put a screw top on it and fuck it. And wow. he, it was very controversial back in the '90s, and he he did that. And now Plump Jack, which is an expensive bottle, it's got a twist cap. Wow. Well, thank you to John John Conover Conover. Shout out because it's made my life really easy. And my boyfriend and I, we will only drink red. Well, we drink reds, but that have twist off. Oh my god. Because also you John can preserve C. it for later. Yes, I know. I pr- I like a twist off. Okay, so maybe this isn't. Mm, maybe gonna, Joe did something good. Yeah, okay, so we're I'm going to open out. this. Again, this is the Free Mark Abbey Sauvignon Blanc 2018. And I'm going to pour us a glass. Yeah. I'm going to ASMR it though. Yeah, I do love it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. Also, let me just remind everybody, it is 11 a.m. Yeah, it's 11 a.m. Will you hand me that glass? Yes, I my will. my arms are so short. Yeah. Oh, I'm very small. Thank you. Here we go. ASMR. Aha. Honestly, I don't care that it's 11 a.m. It sounded so refreshing. It really. It sounded like a dip in the pool. It really did, and it's so hot out right now. I think it's going to be good. Okay, All right. Let's cheers. Cheers to uh, hustling your hobby. Ooh. Ooh clink. Okay. Hmm. We will discuss yeah. at the end of the episode what we think of this Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. But we both gave each other similar eye contact. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. We're going to... It might... We'll see. We'll see. Let's dig into this. Let's just... We'll dig into it and we will come back at the end of the episode. 
Um, but we actually, we just had a long weekend. Yes. You actually, I haven't heard much about this. You went to my home. I did. NorCal. I did. I, went, I took a road trip up with my boyfriend, Joe. Shout out. Shout out to And Joe. we drove 12 hours yeah, to the Redwoods, which was absolutely gorgeous. And you know what? The 12 hours didn't really feel like much. Now I know how you drove up to Napa all the time. I think I'm actually was thinking that I'm going to go tomorrow just for like two days. Yeah. Because it's it's six hours. Just to Napa, it's six hours. But it's just a straight shot. Yeah, it you was go. Yeah, it's it was really easy. It was so gorgeous. We went up there. We went hiking. It's one of the only national parks that's actually open right now. Mm. And we went hiking and to these like overlooks and kind of in these like strange mountain towns. And what was funny is that we were going through them and I was like, "Okay, this is Trump nation. Okay, Joe, like let's just be vigilant. <laughs> you have an African American in the car." <laughs> and he we realized that these aren't Trump people. No, they're, they're not. They're like these cool hippies. But the they, more north you go, the weirder and more hippy dippy people get. Yeah, but they don't look like normal like hippie people. It's no. like this, like guys in like F one fifties, but like it's, with a Bernie sticker on it. Yes, and it was just oh yeah, it was so confusing. They're like blasting big and rich, and they have like lifted. F-250s, like King Ranch versions, but then, yeah. It was fast. They're like fully left wing. <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. So we spent a lot of the time just people watching and, and just observing some of the characters that we interacted with. It's so fun. But Lots highly of recommend the Redwoods if you live in California. Um, I lived in Los Angeles my entire life, basically, and I've never been up there. Oh, you had never been? No. Oh, my God. I know. I love the Redwoods. Um, Natalie, how did you spend your long weekend? Oh, well, <laughs> what did I do? Um, pretty much nothing. I um, I had a I had a few disasters this weekend. Oh gosh. Um, for one, I got a wax pot. Oh. Because I thought I'm just gonna wax myself. You know what I mean? Yikes! So actually, yesterday I was waxing my legs. And it went horribly wrong. It went so bad. I was burning myself. I was like sweating because I was. It was hot. I was yeah. nervous. Um, then I got a glimpse of myself in the mirror, and I looked insane. My hair crazy. My eyes crazy. I was pale. It was a complete disaster. And then I'm like, okay, once I'm done waxing my legs, I'm gonna give myself a tan. Oh, and then uh, that when you sent me that photo of you oh <laughs> that no. was another disaster that was another that was the next disaster so I spilled all the tanning stuff disaster <laughs> got all over my hands it's a mess then I got this little thing off Amazon it was like a facial cupping scenario oh yeah and so I gave myself a hickey on my temple which you can't see because I you covered it up. I covered it up but you can still kind of see it Natalie and I are actually both rocking facial injuries right now <laughs> I yesterday got hit, smacked, whacked in the face by my ring light, which is actually the saddest reason. And I have a 
like a laceration on my in the middle of my brow right on your third eye yeah and natalie has a <laughs> hickey on the side of her temple like self-inflicted <laughs> looks like i got punched in the fucking head oh, which i have not been punched in the head for quite a long time so <laughs> more context <laughs> But yeah, so that was my weekend. Um, I spent some time. I did some art. Um, I, oh, I redid my Raya profile song. Oh, what song did you choose? So it was, so my level of giving a fuck has diminished to zero. Right. So I thought, okay, it's either going to be Bahaman, Who Let the Dogs Out, or, or Aaron's Party by Aaron Carter. I had to go Aaron's party. Really? Yeah. I was going to say, I hope you went with Who Let the Dogs Out. I Well, see, I put Who Let the Dogs Out, and then I watched it, and I'm like, mm, it doesn't have the right essence. Right. So then I had to go Aaron's party. I think that's great. I just wonder, because, like, with guys, I wonder if they know that song. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I also thought about putting a Papa Roach song. Just as a funny, like, help, Wait, like, which, what's cut the- my life into pieces. Oh, my yeah. This is my last resort. <laughs> but then I thought, I kind of look like I might be serious. Like, my Your aesthetic, look, yeah. My, people might think that I'm serious. So that's why I had to really go with the Aaron Carter. I would love to see this medley. I'll show it to you. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm on there anymore, but, you know, here we are. Um, okay, so let's get into let's get our it. topic of the day, which is hustling your hobby. Why did we choose this topic? I feel like a lot of people right now are, they're doing their hobbies and it's fun and exciting and maybe they're thinking about, you know, what if I did this to make a little side cash, you know? Yeah. And this, but this isn't, this isn't turning this hobby into your full-time job. This is like, you've got a full-time job, but you've got this little side thing that you kind of, maybe maybe you're thinking you want to make a little extra cash. Yeah. And this is sort of a, a little guidebook on how to get started because it's it might be a little overwhelming. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I've been seeing so many people on Instagram or even like my friends who like have now decided they want to start. Well, actually, Natalie does tie-dye shirts oh, professionally. Yeah. But well. people who don't have a business like you do, who are tie dyeing shirts, or yeah. actually my sorority sister, my big, uh, just a terrible time in life, but um, <laughs> my big, she posted that she now does uh, like beaded bracelets. Oh, cool. And she was like posting like, oh, I can, you can personalize it and just message me and I'll make one for you. Yeah. And so that's something where, I mean, she Candles. that's not her main job yeah. at all, but- People have really dug into these new fun hobbies. Which I love. I feel like we finally have the time to kind of explore these things that people probably wanted to do or interested in doing or was like too complicated to learn while you were like working full time. Yeah. So yes, I think a lot of people have picked up these new hobbies and we want to kind of guide you into how to take that hobby and turn it into a side hustle. Maybe you're the side thing you do on the weekends and make a little extra cash Mm -hmm. doing. So we've come up with a few steps since we are entrepreneurs. Mm Entrepreneurs? <laughs> is that a word? If it's not, we should make it a we word. We should copyright it right now. Entrepreneurs. TF. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we came up with a few kind of little ideas of how to guide you guys into making your hobby 
your side hustle. Mm-hmm. So let's go to uh, number one, which is having a clear intention. So I think that when, if you, if you're really wanting to kind of make make some cash and get a little more serious, it's still fun, but a little more. You're not a full blown business, but you want to take it up a little notch. I think you should be clear about, like for example, your friend with the bracelets. Mm-hmm. It's like. Is she just bracelets? Is she... Because it could be confusing if you were like bracelets and candles and whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Although that's my whole job. Yeah. You have a bunch of different things you're yeah. doing. So... I guess... I yeah. Maybe you shouldn't be talking. No. Um, yeah. I think being... If you're selling a product, like what is that product going to be? Is it going to be like a t-shirt? Is it going to be a candle? Is it going to be... Just kind of figuring out what that is. If you're a blogger, I think you need to know what you want to blog about. Also, do you need a name? Do you need, if you want a blog name, do you want to sell things under your name? Let's say you make an Etsy page. Do you want it to be your own name? A name of a a fun little name? You know what I mean? Yeah. Bead girl. Bead girl 69. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Bead girl 69. You know? Lots of hits on Etsy for that. Yeah, and I think another another aspect of having a clear intention before going into this is really being real with yourself about what, you know, how much you want to commit to this side project. Mm-hmm. How many hours a week do you want to dedicate to something like this? Is it going to be five hours a week? Is it going to be 10 hours a week? Um, how are you going to balance having your real job and having this new side hustle? And what are the goals that you want for your side hustle? Where do you want to go? You know, do you want to eventually transition into a main hustle? Do you mm-hmm. want to keep it kind of this side thing? I think writing these goals down and these intentions down just so you have some kind of parameters for this yeah. new hustle. Because I think it's easy to be so excited and you just work and you work and you work on it. And then all of a sudden, now your real job is compromised mm-hmm. and your mental health is compromised. And then and you're stressed. Yeah, and it's not fun you don't anymore. Want, yeah, you don't want your hobby to become stressful. I think having a realistic, maybe you're like, I'm just going to spend five hours a week and I'll make a couple extra bucks and it's all fun. Yeah. Or maybe you start this and then you think, I want to escalate this further I'm going to make this into my full-time job. And in which case, we'll circle back to that on a different episode because we do know how to do that. Yeah. This this episode isn't about making it a full-time thing. It's about making a, a this a side hustle. So yeah, I think being real with yourself about what you really want this to look like and how it's going to fit into your life. Mm-hmm. So the second tip that we kind of created is researching your craft and researching your space. I cannot say this enough. I really believe that if you're going to do something, you need to do it well. And mm-hmm. yeah, if you want to start making candles, really learn the process of candle making and 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 figuring out how to do it in the correct way, in a healthy way, in a, a cost-efficient way. I think it's really important to also research the space that you're entering in. So who are your competitors? Who are people that you actually admire in this space? What does it look like? What's the landscape of the market that you're entering? Are a lot of people making the exact type of bracelet that you are? Is there a Mm -hmm. way that you can make yours different and stand out and be more personal to you and your brand? Mm -hmm. Also, I think you need to research what materials you're going to need to actually create your craft, your hobby, right? If you want to start a YouTube channel, a camera Mm -hmm. and the lights and the sound equipment, or you want to now make 
tie-dye t-shirts, the dye, and all of that stuff, how much is that gonna cost that you're not really surprised down the line, oh wow, I've spent a lot of money on this. Yeah, or you're just like actually, you know, because here's the difference. Here, I, Here's where I think the difference is between a hobby and a side hustle. Right. If it's your hobby, if you're losing money on it, it's like, who cares? Right. You know, this is just something I'm doing for fun. If this is your little side hustle, you want to make sure that you're not buying all these supplies and then selling them for less than, you know what I mean? Right. And then also something that I still am not good at because I just, it's just me with my business, but shipping Oh. Sometimes shipping costs can be... I had to send a candle to New York yesterday. And for whatever reason, this girl lived in who fucking knows where. (laughs) Somewhere in the middle of upstate New York. It cost me $16. Wow. To send one candle. Yeah. So I'm like, I just lost all the money on that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So shipping, stuff like that. These are all things that you should take into consideration. Do a little bit of research. Yeah, and I think you can also, yeah, be surprised about some of the things you might not realize that you need. When I started my business and it was just this kind of hobby thing that I was doing, I was excited to just have a blog and kind of just be writing and posting things and then it just exploded into something else. But when I first started, I didn't realize I needed a website And that was something that wasn't in my creative wheelhouse. I was so completely lost with the whole process. And it cost me money um, because I wasn't aware that I could do it myself. And I had somebody else do it for me. Yeah. So that was an instance in which I had this hobby, had this thing I wanted to do, wanted to have a blog. And then I had to like pay for a website. And I was like totally kind of blindsided by the costs of that. And also the pressure and the confusion and the... How do I put this photo here-ness mm-hmm. of it all? So I think yeah. researching and really knowing what to expect, what you need to actually turn this hobby into a side hustle. Yeah. And also, it's always a learning curve. Even yeah. if you do all the research, there's going to be a point where you come up against something. I mean, for me, I've been in business for four years, three years, four years, four years Four almost. years, got to be, yeah. And there's still things where I'm still learning. Constantly. The other thing that I think is super helpful in terms of researching is I've learned so much from YouTube. YouTube is God's Bible. I know. (laughs) YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, like there's all these – social media I think can get a bad rap for a lot of reasons, but I have learned – or I hate to admit this, but I've learned some very helpful tips on TikTok. TikTok? We do need to do an episode of Am I Doing This Right on TikTok. TikTok. I am not doing TikTok right. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I think a lot of us in our age group is no are learning, that. figuring it out. But I will say, yeah, there are some good DIY things on Super TikTok. Good. Yes, like, and they're inspiring. And then you kind of think, oh, I could do this this way or that way. Yeah. Maybe you're a chef or you, you kind of are just baking, baking like at home and you want to do – a recipe website or a, a recipe blog, whatever. Or I, send out your treats. Yeah. I I saw this girl. Her name's like Tabitha Brown, I think. She's so cute. I love mm. her so much. And she makes all <laughs> vegan food, which I'm not even a vegan. But I watch her TikToks and then I think, oh, I could, I do, could that. do that. You know? Yeah. I think there's a lot 
I mean, we I, clearly we could go on and on about TikTok, but I think there is a lot to be said that social media you can rely on and a lot to learn about your craft and your space. And just an example of a TikTok that I saw that was like helpful for me as a businesswoman. I actually saw this last night. It was this woman who's like a, uh, I guess she's like a life coach or like a career coach. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that in meetings, like two words that women say a lot um, that actually make them smaller in the room. I think I saw this. You saw this? Was it just and sorry? Oh, no. But I saw something so similar where she said that women, when we're in a room and try to make ourselves smaller, say, does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was the same girl. But yeah, she had another one that was saying the word just, which was really surprising because I feel like I say that a lot. I'd be like, just checking in or, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't, or whatever. Just using that word and not realizing that it's like, me kind of like yeah dancing yeah yeah, dancing around what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to say anyways that's an example of how TikTok can help you in your business there are ways also I will say for an on Instagram is reach out to people if if somebody you see Mm. on there is doing something that you similarly would like to do reach out to them yeah say hey or just you know kind of do a little insta stock and sort of slide in those DMs. Slide in the DMs. Do not be afraid to. Why not? Our third tip for hustling your hobby, which is to just just do it. Do it. Just do it. We need to put that clip of Shia LaBeouf going, just do it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I actually think that's really hard because at least for me, I, when I first started my, which was a blog at the time and now Foxtails is something different, but when I first started it and then I had to like tell people that's like what I'm doing now, Mm -hmm. like I was kind of like embarrassed. Like I felt really vulnerable because it's like, oh, this is something that I actually really love to do. And I'm kind of exposing myself a little bit and exposing the things that I like and I don't know. I, I It was just something that I felt really protective of because it's, right, this is a hobby. This is something that you love. Mm-hmm. And now you're saying, hey, I think I'm good enough to make this commercial. I'm, yeah. I think it's good enough to sell and bet on myself. And that can be kind of yeah, vulnerable. Well, you, well, because you're making yourself out to be a target. Because once you put yourself out there, then anybody can just shoot you down if they want to. So that's always scary. It's scary. And I think also, um, and Natalie and I have totally lived this, is dealing with imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like, oh, oh. you know, my product isn't as good as this person. Who do I think I am to be able to sell it and when make I money? When I go to jewelry show, when I am at jewelry shows, I am constantly like looking around at all these other designers like, I don't think I should be here, <laughs> you know? Even though I, I'm like trained in it. Yeah. I have a degree in it. Right? Yeah. But I still am like, ooh, I don't think, do they know that I'm not that good? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I it's, I don't know. It's scary. And I don't know if it's just like a woman thing, if women kind of second guess themselves. <sighs> I, I don't know. I love the confidence of a white man. I would I love know. it. Me, me too. Every day. I just, <laughs> oh, my, my boyfriend and I are watching 30 Rock and um, Jack Donaghy is that character played by Alec Baldwin. And he is so confident. I literally said this to him, like, if I had that confidence every day, I mean, obviously he's a character, yeah. but I feel like he's based on truth. Anyways, we can go on and on. Anyways, but um, yes, Natalie and I, I think, suffer from this imposter syndrome, which I think is very common for people who are just starting out. And And it can stop you from starting. Yes, definitely. Because honestly, and 
a question that I've been asked before is how did you start your business? And truly, I always say, you just, I just did it. Yeah. You have to just do it. And that's kind of why we're talking about this topic because it can feel so overwhelming. Yeah. To even just start. So you need to, you know, let's say, let's say candles. Let's say you're making all these candles at home. Go on, get the Etsy shop going. Yeah. Take the pictures of the products. Just actually start to do it and it's going to start to unfold. Yeah, and kind of snowball. Just taking that first step is probably the hardest of all of these steps is just mm-hmm. trying it and realizing, yeah, like you've done the research, you you love this hobby that you're doing and just betting on yourself that you know what to do and that it, you'll continue to learn along the way and not and be- keep it light. If yeah. it's your hobby, keep it light. You know, if it does, if you wake up the next day and you've got like 10 orders, oh my God, amazing. And if you don't sell one thing, who cares? Yeah. It's just a, it's just something fun, you know? Yeah. Um, and then again, if, if you wanted to, to do something more, like create it into a business, We'll circle back to that. (laughs) We'll circle back to that. But I will say quickly, just on Etsy, if you're selling jewelry, I started on Etsy. Yeah, you did. Like only for a few weeks because I knew I knew I was going to do it as my full-time job. But at the time, I just kind of – that was my first step was I just opened the Etsy store, put the pictures on. And kind of started from there. And yeah. I actually love – Etsy's great. I love Really? Etsy. Yeah, because yeah. I don't have any experience with it. But I I mean, I've ordered things on it. But I feel like that would be a really great first place to start selling totally. at least crafted things yeah. if that's what your hobby to side hustle thing is. And I love shopping on Etsy. I love it. It's I, great for like a good creative Christmas. I love yes. gifting. You do too. You're I a good gifter. I love gifts. Yeah, I love giving gifts. But I think Etsy also, it's just so cool because you know when you're buying something from Etsy, you're buying it from your neighbor, basically. Yeah. You know, just somebody down the street who's working on their hobby. And so it's so fun to support that. Yes. And kind of just to circle back on what you said, the last step that we decided on was to keep it fun and keep it light and take the pressure off it being this successful multi-billion dollar empire yeah and realizing that you're just taking your hobby and you're making it the side hustle and you maybe are somebody who has this full-time job and just allowing yourself to have fun with it yeah and I think the other thing that if nothing else because I've done this myself you learn so much along the way you learn so much along the way even if you don't take it, if you do this for two months and then you're like, eh, this is not for me, you're still going to learn so much and I like learning. Yeah. And even if you make a mistake, like that's part of the, the whole journey process. of this whole thing. And maybe you'll love it so much that you'll want to make it your full-time job. Mm-hmm. But And you can do that. You can totally do that. And we will make an episode on that. Yes. Because that is a little bit more work. <laughs> That's a little more work, and, but it is something that we, we know a lot about. We do so. know a lot about. Okay, so those are kind of our tips for taking your hobby and turning it into a side hustle. Again, we stated that you should go in with some clear intentions, know how much you want, how much time you want to spend on this project, but also being specific about what that project is going to be 
then going in and researching your craft, the best techniques to go about it, but also researching your space and who are your competitors, who are the people that you admire that are doing this, and also what products, what tools, materials that you're going to need, and if you need some help, go on, on YouTube, Instagram, mm -hmm. all of that stuff. And then the next thing is just, just to do it and just get out there it. and be fearless and know that it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be a success overnight. And just trusting yourself and taking one step towards that side hustle business. Also, can I throw in really quick yes. before our last tip, which is keep it fun. Yeah. But we all know that. We're fun people. It's, we keep it fun. But I will say on the just do it front. Yeah. I think a lot of people are scared of rejection or being judged yeah. or for putting themselves out there. And I was just thinking in my head about how I have some people like from high school that I really don't even talk to, but I kind of see them on Instagram and stuff. And for example, this one girl has a, she does a macrame mm -hmm. and I don't really talk to her. So, you know, but I, in the back of my head, I'm always like, oh, cheering her on. What you know? is macrame? It's like um, weaving. Oh, okay. You know, like a hang. Sometimes people do yes, like hanging pots yeah. and stuff. I have one. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think there's a lot of people that are actually just like silently supporting you that you don't even know. Yeah. You know, go into it, it with that, with the positivity. Yeah. So knowing that and then, yeah, like I was saying, the last thing is just keeping it fun and taking that pressure off success and mentally knowing that people you may not even know are cheering you on and mm -hmm. supporting you and embracing the mistakes and, and knowing that, you know, the good thing is it's not your main source of income, so mm -hmm. you can just have as much fun with it as you can yeah. and or you want to. And yeah, those are our tips for taking your hobby and turning it into your side hustle. And if you do, if you do turn your hobby into a side hustle, please reach out to us. We want to, we want to see yeah, your stuff. Yeah, we will definitely actively support you. Yes, <laughs> we'll be like, we are cheering you guys on so hard. Yes, you don't even know. You can reach out to us on Am I Doing This Right Pod on Instagram. Yes. So Natalie, what do you think about this Vino? This, wait, let me get it. Okay, the, the Freemark, Freemark Abbey Savion Blanc 2018. What are your thoughts on it? Okay. First of all, should we introduce the hottie of the day? Let's introduce the hottie of the day. It's Prince Harry. Prince Harry. I love Prince Harry. I love him. And I, I love gingers. Okay, yeah. Natalie has a thing for I gingers. I love gingers. I kind of have a thing for everyone. <laughs> but, you know, I love gingers. She loves gingers. I obviously... Always liked Prince Harry because he was always like that bad boy, mm -hmm. especially in the like early 2000s yeah. when he was like partying and yeah. stuff. Love but it. also when he married Meghan Markle, being a fellow mixed girl, I just Love always it. felt like I could have been Meghan Markle. Yeah. That's what I tell myself, at least when I'm going life. to sleep. Another, another. I could have been a princess. You know, we have actually, now that I'm remembering this, we were in London together right after their wedding. And we have matching magnets with Prince Harry's face we on it. We do. <laughs> we do. Yeah. We'll put a picture on the Instagram. Yes, we have matching magnets. Matching magnets of the commemorative magnet for their wedding. <laughs> yes, we do. It's on my uh, refrigerator it's and my, my roommates refrigerator. are always like, why? <laughs> you know what? Don't don't ask. So yes, we're going to rate this Freemark Abbey Savion Blanc 2018 between one and Prince, Prince Harry. Harry. So here's my thing. Prince Harry's like... Regal, mm -hmm. royal, right? Hot, kind of like a little naughty. Mm -hmm. 
So if we're doing if we're doing this wine to that, I'm gonna hit it with like a six. Yeah, this wine isn't naughty. No. It's very clean and it's quite acidic. Yes. Okay. I will give it I'll say that. It's acidic. It's a little acidic. And but it's not naughty. Mm-mm. I don't think this thing's in a club in no. the south of France. See, the thing about Harry is it's, he surprises you. You're like, this guy's royal, but like he can party. Yeah. Whereas this one's not surprising me. No. Okay, so we're going to give it a six. We're going to give it about a six. A six. But it's very, um, like on a summer day and you wanted something very yeah. easy and like non-confrontational to your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Agreed. I would I would say this is what you want to go for. You know, also this oh, if anybody's my dad if he's listening to this is probably going like to murder me because this would be wine business suicide. But if you were to mix this with like Seven Up, <laughs> it would be really good. Can you imagine? I can, yeah. By the pool, like if you're like laying yeah. out by your pool with this mixed with Seven Up. Hello. <laughs> part of the show where Natalie and I are going to do kind of a fun little little wrap-up game. Little wrap-up game and we've decided on unpopular opinion for this one. I think Natalie might I'm know mine. Your unpopular opinion. Dun, Something dun, until dun, now that you've been scared dun, to dun, say. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay, so. I don't think I know what you're going to yes, say. Yes, you do. You know mine. Mm. Um, you but, know mine, but I'm not saying that one yet. Oh, yeah, you're not going to – Natalie has an People unpopular opinion that I think – yeah, it wouldn't be beneficial for our podcast. Not this early on. People need to know me first. People need to know me first. I actually don't think people – I think you might have some more I would supporters. have some support, but I can't I can't throw it out there this okay. early. So wait, let's go with the ones that we are going to yes. say. Tell uh, me yours. Oh, so here's my unpopular opinion. In the deepest of my core – Natalie, you know this – I believe this to be the truth about all humanity. And I even people who want to argue for the counter of this, I still think deep down in their core of their being, they know I'm right. And here it is. Salads are disgusting. <laughs> you she does hate salads. And see, okay, Natalie, she you're somebody salads. who eats salads. For breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I like a salad. But I feel like you could you could argue with me, whatever. Like, I really do like them. I swear, like they they whatever. I would be like, I know in the deepest, smallest corner of Natalie's soul, she's like, Chris <laughs> fucking right. Salads but you, you are do, disgusting. Well, also, Joe doesn't like salads. You no. guys are kind of similar on yeah, that. Yeah, my, my boyfriend, he doesn't like salads either. I can do a Caesar. That's about as far as you'll go. But I just but refuse. you but you don't order a Caesar. When we go out, we tend to order. We get we used to we usually share a lot of stuff. Yeah. And you're not about the salad unless I just it's a refuse Caesar. to believe that people order a bowl of leaves, and put <laughs> dressing on it, and then throw cold vegetables all over it and think this is exactly what I wanted. This was perfection. <laughs> you like the one salad that I make though? You okay, Natalie does make a good salad. And she, but but it's, you won't unveil the secret sauce or whatever it is. I'll tell you secretly. Or so, maybe I'll tell if we get enough. If we get enough hype, maybe I'll post it on our Instagram. It is the salad to end all salad. Salad haters will eat. I it. actually 
enjoyed that one. I will Children not be will stubborn. Eat it. But my general consensus is that everybody on planet Earth hates salads, but people have now convinced themselves that they like them. That is my unpopular opinion. Okay. Thank you for listening. Okay. Mine's actually in a similar vein. Okay. It's about food. It's about food. Um, and this one might be particularly tough on Californians. Mm. And that is, I don't think avocados are good. <gasps> I don't like avocados. I don't like guac. I don't ever order guac. I did not know that. You didn't know that? No. I never get guac. Don't like it. Because as, as a salad eater, as I put you in my mind, I would think avocado is up your alley. No. if So actually, if, an, if a salad comes with an avocado, I say no avocado. Okay, I so wait. I don't like avocado. Okay, I can, I can understand the avocado thing because I didn't like it for a while. Guac. More context, please. I just don't love it. If they're bringing me, and you know I fuck up Mexican food. Yeah. I love it. I live for it. <laughs> I actually live for it. Yeah. But when they, so my favorite restaurant ever, El Coyote, when they bring me my plate, usually there's a little guac on it. I don't really eat it. No, okay, so the, can I just tell you, the little side guac mm-hmm. is not the guac. Well, even the guac that they do like what at is, the side of the table, like the fresh table guac? side guac? No, I'm, I'm, hit me with three different salsas. Okay, three different salsas. Yes. Wow. Guac, mm, I don't care for it. Wow, okay. Okay, that is that is I think an unpopular opinion definitely in California. Yeah. Obviously, we're like avocado. People love avocados beans. or they'll just eat I cannot imagine eating an avocado straight up. No, this morning like for breakfast I had avocado toast. So I, I like scooped it out and I like mashed it onto my toast and I put salt like Himalayan sea yeah. salt on top. It's really okay. Fun. Like so if somebody gave me avocado toast, I would eat it if it was gluten-free, of course. Gluten-free. <gasps> um, me and Corinne are both gluten-free not by choice. No. By force. I would eat it, but uh, I don't love it. Unpopular opinion. Okay, so you guys, message us, DM us. Your unpopular opinion. Your unpopular opinion. But also, if you agree with Natalie or mine, we would love support on both of our friends. Yeah. And if you uh, if you really want my secret salad dressing or my secret salad recipe, hit me in, hit me in the DMs. I'll send it to you. What? Yeah, I will. Hmm. I will. Okay. Because I love our listeners. That's why. We love you guys. Okay. Thank you for listening to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? We will be back next week with another life advice tip. <laughs>